Hi, and welcome to Baby Bliss Pregnancy Podcast. I'm your host, Lizette. I'm a mom, nurse, and educator, and I'm here to break down the need to know and the want to know about pregnancy, childbirth, and postpartum. As a disclaimer, I am not here to give medical advice. This is for educational purposes only. I encourage you to follow the advice of your physician or provider for any medical decisions related to your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum care. Hello, and welcome to 2024, January 1st, starting out that new year, and another episode of Baby Bliss Pregnancy Podcast, where we dive into those topics that really matter most for you first-time moms. I'm your host, Lizette, and today we're unraveling the wonders of folic acid, really important for expectant moms and for those babies and bundles of joy. So to start things off, we're going to talk about why is folic acid so important, research and kind of what it shows and the differences between folic acid and folate. And then also a couple of places that you can find folic acid in a natural diet. So some key research findings about folic acid show that it's really important in preventing neural tube defects. And when I talk about those, I'm talking about abnormalities in the brain and the spinal cord of the baby. And so I know a lot of people have heard of folic acid and they're like, I'm not really sure what it does. I've just been told to take it. So I just wanted to break it down a little bit more for you. So there has been multiple studies about folic acid and folate, but the big one was in 1991 in the New England Journal of Medicine discussing the impact on those neural tube defects. So the trial involved women who had previously given birth to a child with a neural tube defect and those who took the folic acid supplements before conception and during early weeks of pregnancy had a huge reduction in having another child with a neural tube defect. Now, does the timing of taking it matter? The research that's out there kind of shows the importance of when to take that supplement. I'm not just talking about dietary folic acid supplements. So we get folic acid through diet, but we also have to have extra amount. So you want to start this early, no matter what point you are in your pregnancy, if you're not currently taking folic acid or folate, or if it's not found in your prenatal vitamin, then you need to go ahead and add this on. The dosing response relationship. So the amount we take in and how it works found that the higher doses of folic acid had a greater reduction in having that neural tube defect. However, you want to follow what's recommended. Don't take an excessive amount. It's not necessary to go above what's recommended. A lot of public health initiatives started changing what we saw in foods related to folic acid. So you will see on different foods, both fluids like beverages and also things that we eat, that they may say folic acid fortified And that has really helped to reduce the number of neural tube defects that we see in the United States. I'm sure other countries have also gone about this, but just making sure to look at the foods you're eating to see, do they have folic acid fortification? Things like grains definitely do. You'll see things like fortified cereals, so breakfast cereals. Um, But we have definitely seen through the change of kind of a population health initiative, a reduction in neural tube defects. That being said, we still want to make sure that all women are getting enough between a supplement and their dietary intake. So just beyond just these neural tube defects, which I know is scary to talk about, but I think it's really important for you to understand why are you taking this folic acid? What's, What's it all about? Beyond just the helping to reduce that risk, studies also show 
that they can help in general with fetal development. So with the baby's development, and then also can potentially be protective against other congenital malformations and developmental disorders. I also found a study that said that folic acid for women can help to prevent um, certain kinds of cancers. So there's not just this one size fits all of folic acid helps only with spina bifida or neural tube defects. There's some other continued benefits beyond just that. Now, some of you are wondering, what is the difference kind of between folic acid and folate? So let's let's talk about that because they are used interchangeably, but they're not quite the same thing. Folic acid is the synthetic form, meaning it's the man-made version, and it's really the name for vitamin B9. And it was created using supplements and, again, these fortified foods I talked about. So you'll see it in a lot of things, and it'll say fortification for folic acid. And that was really done to help meet that need for people that were childbearing age to prevent neural tube defects. Folic acid. Folic acid, on the other hand, is the naturally occurring form of B9, vitamin B9, in food. So you'd see this in really dark leafy green vegetables like spinach or broccoli, legumes such as chickpeas or lentils, fruits like oranges or avocados, And again, some of those fortified breakfast cereals. So yes, both folic acid and folate are effective in producing the necessary vitamin B9 need for pregnant women. So once inside the body, that folic acid is converted into the active form of folate. And the key is ensuring that pregnant women like yourself receive an adequate amount to help support development and reduce those risks. So We've talked a little bit about it, but how much folic acid do you need to be taking? According to the big health organization, so Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, World Health Organization, you'll see recommended doses between four and 600 micrograms per day. So on that low end is that 400 micrograms I talked about. And this would ideally be started at least one month before conception, but again, I I want you to start it now. If you're not taking it, talk to your provider and go ahead and start it. Regarding prenatal vitamins. So yes, most prenatal supplements contain folic acid as one of those components. And I get it. You guys, when you look at your prenatals, like there's this long list of things in there, but there's a couple of those key things to look for in folic acid or folate is one of them. Prenatal vitamins are really supposed to meet some of these additional nutritional needs that women have like extra calcium iron, folic acid, other vitamins and minerals that are important to help with fetal development and help to make sure a pregnant woman is getting everything she needs. So when you're selecting a prenatal vitamin, look at the label, make sure it contains the recommended amount of folic acid, and then also talk to your healthcare provider. See if there's anything extra that they're recommending. So on top of the prenatal, we've talked about it a little bit already. Take that balanced rich diet that includes folate, um, includes some of those things we talked about so that you make sure you're getting a variety. You're also getting, um, a not large enough quantity of that folic acid. Plus the food sources I talked about are all things that are going to be healthy for you and for baby. Some women face challenges in getting that folic acid that they need through the diet alone. So again, that's why those supplements are crucial. You're not going to be able to necessarily consume on a daily basis enough folic acid enriched or fortified 
foods to be able to meet the needs. So make sure you look at what are you taking in? What does your prenatal vitamin have? Um, and, and make sure you're getting that recommended dose. So as we wrap up today, I just want to talk about a few key takeaways. So folic acid, definitely the big superhero for moms when it comes to neural tube defects and helping with fetal development, whether through a balanced diet or supplements, bioavailability, meaning folate from natural food sources is bioavailable. It's really readily absorbed. It doesn't have to be converted in the same way. Um, and so that is healthy to be intaking that bioavailable folate. And then it really is effective shown to be effective for reducing the risk of neural tube defects when we're consuming it at what's recommended. Supplementation with prenatal vitamins is important to make sure that you're getting enough. And part of that is because folic acid that's in prenatals is a little more stable and it doesn't degrade as quickly as folate does. So making sure you're getting it in your diet and in your prenatals. And then there are some genetic variations that affect your ability to convert folic acid to its active form of folate. Majority of the population doesn't have this issue, but you really want to talk to your healthcare provider about folic acid, about folate, if there's any concerns that they maybe have um, moving forward as you start to introduce this into your diet or into your supplements. So thank you for joining us on Baby Bliss Pregnancy Podcast. If you found today's episode informative, please don't forget to subscribe, share it with some fellow moms-to-be. Also, if you have found this helpful and informative, please take a second and just give the podcast five stars on whatever platform you're listening to. It helps others to find it and hopefully helps to answer some of their questions and give them some education because I really do feel like through education, I can help to empower moms to feel informed about what's going on in their body or what questions to ask. And if you have any specific questions or thoughts or want to share something, a personal story or tidbit about your pregnancy or childbirth, please email me at babyblisspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, take care, nurture that beautiful thing that you're growing within you. And I look forward to seeing you next week. 